Hello, I'm Dave, and welcome to the Pilot's Pop Blast, your source for news, rumours, and general thingy majiggery in the world of geekdom and movies. The headlines Victoria Alonso leaves Marvel. More casting news for Daredevil Born Again. Surprise announcements for the Schneiderverse. And Doctor Who's Doomsday is coming. We start today, as always, with a rundown of the latest from Marvel on this day, Tuesday the 21st of March 2023. The big news. Victoria Alonso, president of physical post-production, VFX and animation at Marvel Studios, has parted company with Marvel. It's already been widely reported about the massive pressure that the VFX teams uh, contracted by Marvel have found themselves under, especially with Phase 4. But now there are third-party companies directly accusing Victoria Alonso of being a blackballing or career-making force of nature with a high-demand bordering on bullying attitude. Now, personally, I know plenty of people who work in jobs like the service industry, who work for hours standing up with no breaks, frantically serving people on less and less staff, much less pay and zero benefits. This is called capitalism and we are part of it whether we want to be or not. That said, if these reports and stories are true, there is no excuse for upper management levels to be threatening people's jobs and cultivating a toxic working environment. So I'm sure we'll hear more about this as information is released. Ian McKellen, Patrick Stewart, Famke Janssen and Ewan Griffin will all return in Deadpool as Magneto, Professor X, Jean Grey and Reed Richards, respectively. As I've already said, I'm not really surprised at any of these casting announcements as we head towards Secret Wars, and I suspect the cameo for Avengers and Deadpool will be filmed at the same time. I just hope they're more than just a, a one-joke punchline and then we move along. Marvel Studios' output continues to have a shake-up with the release window of all known shows being changed on Disney+. Plus. Marvel have really dropped the ball when it comes to Phase 4, and now Phase 5 when it comes to planning, in my opinion. If the delays help bring a more even keel going forward, then they should take all the time that they need. Phase 1 to 3 made the right decision regarding Thanos and how he finally turned up and started killing gods. There was never a doubt of his power, his goal and his motivation. Plus they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Black Widow knitting stories together as they went. So far we've seen Kang beaten twice. Loki was good and He Who Remains, uh, but Ant-Man should have faced Immortus, so, so a variant was beating so easily rather than Kang the Conqueror himself and let's pretend Moon Knight went up against Rama Tut that would have been good as each Kang was killed off we should have then seen the Council of Kangs uh, barely keeping it together trying to prevent Kang the Conqueror from escaping their trap this is so that we could enjoy more Kang and have the stories escalate instead the stories are a little on and off 
This was summed up at the end of Quantumania when Ant-Man, instead of getting the band back together and warning the Avengers about Kang, Allah, Hulk in Infinity War, instead he's chill at the end, carrying on with his life, albeit he now has to pay for his coffees. And this is while other films and TV shows are going to seemingly skirt Kang the Conqueror until the greater story is ready for him again. It makes it hard to be worried about Kang doing it this way. Again, it's just a bit on and off. Academy Award winner Ki Hu Kwan is to join season two of Loki as a secret agent working for the TVA, responsible for the organization's core technologies and one of Kang's henchmen. I wonder if there'll be a pincers of power involved. I'm sure, like me, you're eager to see Key in any way that you can, since last year it was like bumping into an old friend at a concert and immediately reconnecting. Uh, now give us a short round movie. Elizabeth Olsen has signed another contract with Marvel, this time to return in four future projects. Well, yes. Uh, in Daredevil Born Again, Jessica Jones will be searching for Kilgrave's illegitimate children who inherited his powers. Sounds like the story is going to be big enough for lots of characters to be included because we already know that the Punisher is going to be in there too. Also, it's been rumoured that Jenna Ortega has joined the cast as White Tiger. Pinchersalt.com with that one, but I won't be surprised given the success of Wednesday for Jenna to turn up somewhere else in the MCU at some point. Vanessa Fisk has been recast with Sandrine Holt because of scheduling conflicts. This is unfortunate as I love Dialet Zura's performance. I hope that they keep the partnering crime aspect of the character rather than going down the Breaking Bad Skyler setup so that they can have conflict. Daredevil will appear in three episodes of Echo. Good. You know, what's the point of having these characters belonging to a universe if we don't have crossovers? And not just Wong visiting everybody. Speaking of which, if we don't see Spider-Man in Echo or Daredevil, then Marvel have really messed up on an epic scale. Anson Mount will be the MCU Black Bolt. But I take it he won't be King of the Inhumans, just as Miss Marvel and Quake are now mutants. Again, this crapping on the amazing work of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and what they did with the Inhumans is ridiculous and could very easily have formed the framework for the reintroduction of these characters. What Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s got up to was top secret, so it wouldn't take that huge amount of effort to just make it canon. Of course, all this was before Disney bought Fox and therefore the rights to mutants, but I, I digress as I often do when it comes to Colson and Co. Now DC News, and Zack Schneider has teased a full circle dark side announcement arriving between the 28th and 30th of April. What do you reckon this could be? Netflix animated series to appease the fans? Which will for some not be ideal, but uh, at least it's something. Ben Affleck has stated that he won't be directing a DC film, saying... I have nothing against James Gunn, nice guy, sure he's going to do a great job, I just wouldn't want to go in the direction that they're going in. Uh, that That's fair enough, I was always a big fan of the casting of Batfleck and I don't think Schneider did him any justice, if you'll pardon the pun. Affleck as an older Batman passing the mantle would have been great, who knows, we might get Keaton do that now, and then of course I'd fall out of bed and wake up one night. Will Smith is apparently back in the DCU as Deadshot. 
okay, I'm not the biggest fan of Will Smith and his toxic masculinity, but I suppose if he's sorry and everybody is happy to move on, then it's all good. It's not like he starts to court and kidnap some women, is it? Dwayne The Rock Johnson is apparently suing Warner Brothers for his and Henry Cavill's treatment at their hands. Good luck with that, boss. But the feeling seems to be more on the side of the studio, with The Rock being a bit of a pushy nightmare. Uh, The flip side, of course, is that Warner Brothers have been treading water when it comes to DC uh, for a while, and this wasn't good for for anybody. And that's why we should be happy that, uh, that now we're getting a fresh start. And now for some Doctor Who news. Stand-up comedian, sketch artist and actor Zeus Kepner has joined Doctor Who universe as Doom, uh, the greatest assassin in the universe. Doomsday is a multi-platform story told over books, comics, audio and more coming soon. Not much detail released so far, as is normally the case with these things, but it sounds to me as if Doom could be a Wong-like character. I imagine Shooty will be busy enough filming the main series of Doctor Who, and it would be a bit of a stretch to have him appear in everything that Russell T. Davis has planned. Hence, a low-level character who can pop in and out everywhere. But, as ever, we shall have to wait and see. Uh, Considering it's the 60th anniversary year of Doctor Who, I would have thought we'd have seen more by now. So at least it's something. And exciting news for the fans of uh, Doctor Who, with ex-showrunner Stephen Moffat has now been asked to create storylines for the 15th Doctor. I mean, that's a great idea. Moffat and Davis have penned some of the greatest episodes of Doctor Who, so... Working together is is a dream, really, isn't it? Uh, In other news, Willow Season 2 has been reported as cancelled, but according to the writers, it just hasn't been picked up for Season 2 yet. Which is good news, because there seems to be plenty more stories to tell within the Willowverse. Warner Brothers have dropped hints that they are gearing up to revitalising the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings franchises, with Harry Potter reportedly fast-tracked with a movie based on the Hogwarts Legacy game. Having played the game, or rather, I'm playing the game between No Man's Sky and Diablo 4's beaters at the moment, I can say that there's a lot to explore story-wise. I'd certainly like to know what our character was up to in the years leading up to his Hogwarts admission. As for Lord of the Rings, something muddying the waters this way comes. The fact that you have a Prime series that are doing their thing, and now a film series with Warner Brothers that, you know, they're not going to be sharing information. So they're going to be two separate stories. And I'm not sure that that's going to work at all. So we'll see what goes on going forward. Aaron Taylor Johnson, after us fans got our heads around the idea, has apparently now been dropped as the front runner for the next James Bond. Insiders have commented that Henry Cavill is now the new frontrunner. Two things. Cavill seems to be a bit old for a reboot of the film series. And the last I've heard, he'll have a lot on producing and starring in the Warhammer franchise, having responsibility to make sure it doesn't end up the same way that Netflix Witcher is going as they veer further away from the source material. So we'll see what happens there. Rob Grant and Doug Naylor have announced their ongoing legal dispute has now been resolved and they hope to launch separate iterations of Red Dwarf across various media. 
Now, I thought they'd sorted this back in the day when they both did separate sequels to their books, but I'm obviously, I missed a bit of behind-the-scenes kerfuffle. So, what does this mean? An, an Amazon reboot series with a bit more cash? An animated series with the original cast to ensure the longevity of the series? I can't wait to find out. And lastly, Bob Odenkirk is starring in a remake of The Room. I mean, where do you start with this one? Does it really need to be remade? Is it going to be a recreation with tongue-in-cheek, or is it a serious remake hoping to create a real polished movie? I just don't know what could be added to it. Please leave the room alone. Right, that was the news. You should all be caught up now on the main rumours and nonsense from the world of movie geekdom. If you want to discuss this podcast or any of the stories today, join us on social media at Pilots Podblast on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram or message us directly with pilotspodblast at gmail.com. Remember, you can support us with likes and reviews on your chosen platform. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the flip side.